Only 40% of small businesses are profitable. According to smallbizgenius.net. This is bonus episode three of season one of Research Shows. All right, so it's your girl Dawn with Research Shows. And today we have Miss Tamika Newhouse. And she is a creative preneur. She is the producer of her own podcast called Traces of Mika. She is the author of the following books, Kisses Don't Lie, Plain Jane, The Words I Didn't Say, and the most recent, Sugar Hill. She has seven African-American Literary Awards, and she was nominated for Ad Color Award for Innovator of the Year. I love all this. This is wonderful. So how you doing today, Miss Tamika? I'm doing excellent, Don. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me and exposing you to your audience. Yes, thank you for coming right on. I really appreciate it. So we're going to dive right in. All right, I'm ready. All right. <laughs> My first question is, what made you start your businesses and the name behind it? So I guess I'm asking that in regards to the podcast as well as some of your books, whatever you want to say. Well, yeah, so it's, it's interesting that I ended up becoming a business owner um, because I didn't aspire to be a business owner. I just had an idea um, of something I wanted to do. I did the research to discover the steps on how to make it happen. Um, and eventually, because I was so passionate about it and it was mine and, you know, I could make money from it, um, I eventually just, I became really successful at it. So by the time I was 23, I was able to drop out of college and quit school. Not able to, but I was, that's just what I did. Because it's like, what's the point of staying? Um, and my, my company initially, I, I launched it because I had this book that I wrote um, three weeks after my mother passed. And writing has always been therapeutic for me. And when I discovered the art of self-publishing, I decided to launch this company, name it after her, which is Delphine. Her name is Delphine. And um, I guess as they say, the rest is history. So I self-published my first book in 08. Um, by 09, I was starting my first writer. I had secured a book deal on my own without an agent because of all the work I did on independently. Um, and I, I went on to publish nearly over 300 books to, to date. Um, wow. I had over 40 writers under my label at one point. Yeah. That is impressive. My goodness. You said 23 years old. That is impressive. Yeah, I was 23. 23 when I when I left the, the I guess, the system. I no longer live right. by the system. I create my own day. Right. And it's wonderful, isn't it? It really is. It really is. I'm going on like 11 years of just freedom. I'm spoiled. Yes. I have spoiled myself. I am never returning back to somebody's rules. Right. <laughs> you wake up when you want to. Yep, make appointments when you want, want to. to. This is beautiful. I love this. I travel <laughs> when I want to. So, yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah. That's wonderful. So, I'm going to go into my second question, which is well, actually, I can't, you kind of answered it anyway, but you can go more in depth if you want. But basically, how long you've been in the career field, I guess, your interest prior to, be, you know, prior to you turning 23, how long you've been interested in writing and, um, Basically, how long it's technically been open? I don't know if you ever reg if you registered it, you know, with the LLC and all that. Just give a little background for you know as motivation for those who don't understand the business side of. It. 
started my first company um, in 08. I wasn't even quite 21 yet. Okay. Um, and um, my whole goal behind that was, uh, wait, what was your question specifically? You <laughs> I did. I know I do that. You got to forgive me. My, my baby was just telling me that. <laughs> okay. So basically, um, uh, yeah. How long has it been open? You kind of answered that anyway. How long has your business been yeah, open? Yeah, yeah. So it's, then, it's been, a, it's, I'm going on like 15 years now. Just when yeah. I first stepped in, dang, I ain't think about that. And so I first, you know, when I first opened my, my first business and I had two by the time I was 21, I opened my second one, which is my publishing company. And then from there I went on to, because I was so young and I came into mm -hmm. this urban, this, I, I came into the urban book world um, really, really young. And a lot of, the other writers in the industry were double my age. They are veterans. They have been in this industry for quite a while. But here I am, and I was making a lot of noise in a good way for me. Because as you see, I landed a book deal nine months after being, you know, independently published my own book. Just from being aggressive, being at events, uh, just being myself, shaking the right hands. And um, being in that space, it really taught me to kind of have a backbone and also. To not be afraid to just do things that may not make sense to other people. Oh and that's my goodness! Yes. What I've been doing <laughs> since the very beginning. I don't care what people think. I don't right. really care. Um, it's not really, it's not really for people to like the things that I create and you know, the stories that I write. It's solely for the purpose of this is just what's in me, and this is just what I want to get out. And who is for and who enjoy it, they're going to enjoy it. And you know, you yes. gotta just have to just be true to yourself. So, fifteen years now a publishing company, a media company. Um, I have represented writers and sold projects. I've been a literary agent. I've been a movie producer working with A-Ball and MJG, which is the legendary um, rap group from uh, where they, from Memphis, actually. Everybody thinks they're from Houston. Um, but I worked with them in producing their biopic, uh, Coming Out Hard, which is based on their debut album. I've been able to work with networks and publishing the largest publishing house that you can think of. And, and honor people such as Nikki Giovanni at my award show. Like I've had this amazing, crazy journey past, you know, writing a book that I never thought of. Right. I just, I'm just creative. So I just do what's in my head. That is great. And I love that you touched on the fact that it doesn't make sense to other people because that is so true with entrepreneurship. A lot of your ideas don't make sense to people initially and they just be like, what are you talking about? You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I just call you, uh, what I would do is just call you a weirdo. And this is not <laughs> Go ahead, weirdo. Do you? Because, I mean, it, it, it seems to be strange for people when you do things out of the norm and they try to make you yes. feel bad for not being like the rest. And yes. it's okay. Go ahead and walk your own lane. That is so true. I, I, man, you hitting everything. <laughs> so, let me go to my next question, which okay. is... How has this pandemic affected your business, if at all? Well, honestly, because I have been an entrepreneur for so long, I'm able to discover ways to make money. Just like mm -hmm. everybody else, I definitely felt it. I felt the difference. A lot of people weren't spending money on the things that I, I did, and then I did a lot of events, and I produced a lot of projects, and things were just shut down. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I started to um, work on the second season of my podcast, which is Tracy's Amika is my memoir pod. And it's where I have these 
unscripted conversations about things I've been through, life lessons. I bring in my family, friends, children, former flames, my colleagues, famous writers, just to have these conversations and this dialogue around things that have, you know, affected me. And um, so I took the time to be creative and to pour into myself a little bit more. I also was praying a lot, walking through the woods and the trees and the hills in Georgia. And, um, you know, just getting my mind and my body together. Because COVID definitely was definitely life-changing for everybody. Nobody really saw this coming. And, uh, yeah, so I just took it and ran with it because, you know, when you already kind of control your day, like, I made an effort to live out the days that I want. Right. I make sure that I obtain the goals that I want to achieve, that I have people in my life that I really want that I go pursue a relationship or a love that I that I, I want to feel or experience. I'm one of those people where I don't want to sit back and be like, dang, I should have did this. Dang, I want to do that. But well, why did I say this? I don't want to do that. And I've lived majority of my life doing what I want to do. So when the world shut down, I wasn't depressed. I wasn't, you know, sitting here processing my life and my thoughts. I have literally been a walking billboard of what I preach and say. So all I did was just put more into myself and yes. create some stuff. Yes, because <laughs> I know this this uh, pandemic has channeled, uh, channeled a lot of people's, you it know, is. your ideas and everything. A lot of people who are not even entrepreneurs, they just like just started, you know. It did. So. A lot of people were just because because you were forced to sit down and didn't be in homes and spaces with people you probably didn't technically like all the time. <laughs> Everybody really started evaluating their choices. I think people kind of getting far away from that now since some things are opening up. But people really started having those processes, uh, those processing those thoughts and thinking about their choices, like the jobs they didn't like, the relationships they're in that they dislike, the children that get them like, get them in nerves, like the yes, home yeah. that's you know that's in chaos. They started really seeing. Wait, I don't like this. They had no choice but yeah. to sit there and think. That is so true. All that, thank goodness. That is that's so true. And I um working in a nursing home at one point, I realized that the people most times don't reach that point till they're in their elder years, like close to death. Mm. So everybody, that's why you know you're distracted by work and a set schedule. So yeah, this pandemic, yeah, you're you are, distracted you by life, responsibility, absolutely, right, and then if. Right, and so if you're if you're um, at home all the time and you're forced to think, you hit on something that is so true that it forces you to think. You know. Yep, it forces you to think, and thank goodness I was not in a relationship or a situation I didn't want to be in. I wasn't mm-hmm. working a job that I was dependent on. Um, so I always encourage people, even before COVID, like if the things, if there are things that you want and there are visions and things in your head that you wish was actually true like you want to mm-hmm. open your eyes and actually see the things that you dream about then what is keeping you from actually having those things mm-hmm. or in argue if you are truly unhappy okay let's identify the things that make you unhappy then how can you change it nobody really takes the time to change it no one really goes that long route because it's hard trust and believe then they're done they got their t-shirt has mm-hmm. lonely nights cried i done been broke before I done lost friends. I done had people betray me. I done had people try to destroy me. But at the end of the day, my goal was my happiness. You're like, you have to be strong enough to not tilt to the side when people start punching, punching you 
and try to knock right. it down, stand your ground. It's hard, but then what is the alternative? Being right. happy, succumbing to what everybody else wants you to do. Right. You need to be a life coach. Hey, I'm telling people, listen to my podcast. Listen to my podcast, man. I'll be, I be breaking down some gems because every single thing that you can think of, I have lived it. I have yeah. lost more than people had. And by 14, I had lost a lot. And I'm talking mm-hmm. about death-wise. And then by 20, my mother had took her last breath in front of me. It's a lot mm. of things that I have actually experienced that has altered my thought process. My logic is different. You can't right. get me to react to certain things or to be sad behind some things or to just to do something I don't want to do because I've seen how it ends. Right. We all wow. look the same way. Absolutely. Wow. I'm t- you need to be a life coach. <laughs> Let me know. I don't want to waste my time being sad. That's right. That's- that's so true and this brings me us right on into the fourth question which is five years five year goals where do you see um your business ventures in the next five years like your wildest dreams come true i do see one of my companies being sold or being um expanded and franchised out because my goal is for one of my brands to to grow and to bring in other people that can invest in it and then it can grow some more i'm not my goal is not to forever be a CEO or forever be someone that's leading um, companies and and brands. I want to kind of be out of that space and be creating mm-hmm. and speaking because we're getting so far from being true and authentic, and we're mm-hmm. getting so far from being people being uh, holding themselves accountable and taking those risks. A lot of us are much weaker. A lot of us are losing our ancestors, so we don't have we don't have those people that's holding us accountable, and we don't mm-hmm. have those old school teachings. And you know, it's, it's we're getting far from it. So when as I get older and I see this world changing, by the time I'm fifty, I can just imagine the space and the headspace the world is going to be in. I'm looking at the the millennials now; they can't even handle peer pressure. They can't yes. even handle. You know, standard discipline. Like it, it's not the same, and it's and these are the people that's eventually going to lead our country. Where the hell mm-hmm. are we gonna be at? Like I'm confused. Like everybody's gonna be sensitive. We can't speak our truth. Um, mm-hmm. Everything is a violation. Um, people don't have. They they want instant gratification. Mm-hmm. They don't want to put the work into it to actually build and maintain something. I'm afraid of where we're going to be going. So I want to be that person, just a voice of reason, logic. What you doing? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing that? And how can you be better people? How are you contributing good to your space, not to the world, because that's so far-fetched, but to your space, to your children, mm-hmm. to your family, to your job and your workspace, to your home? Like, what are you doing and bringing? Are you being mm-hmm. just a good person? Because it just start, it starts with you. And that type of energy can bounce off of other people. And you keep yourself around those same like-minded people and, and let's spread some more good. That's what I want to do in five years. Spread I love good. that. And you, yes, that is instant gratification. That is so true. People just want everything right now because I said it. You know, I want it right now. It's like you have to have foresight to see like, what about five years from now? Yep. What about 20 years from now? And a lot of people, they don't think like that. Nope. So, so my next, where are we going next? Oh, yes. This is my final question. So, 
advice that you would like to give those who would want to follow in your footsteps let's say they want to you know create as many books as you did or even create a podcast what type of advice would you give these people who are following your footsteps you know what's cool about questions like that because i get messages and mind you i've been in this business for a long time so i have inspired a lot of people and I myself get inspired by when people say I inspire them. But they don't really see what it took for me to get here. And I talk about it on my podcast from mm -hmm. just the trauma, the betrayal, um, mental health, emotional, um, the lack of parental and guidance. It's a mm -hmm. lot of things that I personally had to experience just to get to this point in, in my life. I can have these conversations because I lack um, a lot of the love and family and that immediate circle that you need. I don't really have it. So right. I'll be telling people about their dreams and encouraging mm -hmm. them to dream out loud. My advice is make sure that you're just being authentic to yourself. Follow the follow your heart and do the things that genuinely make you happy. And then you have to be prepared for when those hard days come. You have to be prepared for people to not understand your journey or want you to do something different. You have to be prepared for people that are going to be envious of you or that's going to want you to not be as successful. They're going to like the haters, like they call it. Because with new levels comes new devils. With new levels mm -hmm. comes new trials and new experiences. Uh, with new levels comes new comes more people, more circumstances, more situations. Be wise. Um, listen to your gut feeling. And honestly, be authentic and be genuine because I promise you, when you do good, it really doesn't matter what other people say and what other people try to do. Your journey is already designed and manifested. And when mm -hmm. you speak it and you do the work, you help it come true. So it doesn't really matter what other people say and do. It really, you are the deciding factor if this is going to happen or not. But when it gets hard, are you just going to quit? When something doesn't go your way, you just going to slow down? Um, when someone gives you an ultimatum, are you just going to succumb and be like, okay, fine, I'll just do what, what you want. Like, you got to really kind of process the goals and the steps it takes to get there. Some of the most successful people, they talk about, you know, sleeping in their car, you know, mm -hmm. have, not having a lot, losing friends. Losing, they, they tell you about the ugly parts mm -hmm. and really process why. Why are some of the most successful people, they went through so much to get there. And I promise you, those characteristics and things that they had to reach, like deep down, when they had nothing, they had to discover something within themselves to maintain. That little piece of you is going to help you when you get to this level. Because this level has so many devils. This mm -hmm. level has so many people. And then you get so much more attention. People are seeing you. And then when you have, when you've been blessed and, and you have resources, people want that. This is what, this, mm -hmm. this is his life. How are you going to handle these things? How mm -hmm. do you want to distinguish and, and, and make sure that the people around you are good for you? So know that everything that you go through is for a reason. It really is. It helps build character. It, it gives you the tools. It's like you're getting ready for war. Like you're, you're, you're in the battlefield. You're getting trained up for the tasks 
that you know that you're assigned for. So everything really is meant for good. It just mm-hmm. depends on how you're going to use it once you get to that level that you're trying to get to. So that is my advice for people: just continue to learn yourself, practice the things that make you happy, identify the things that make you happy, and then build a, com- a, a healthy community around you within your family and your friends. And it's not going to be easy, folks. But if you want to discover some ways, again, listen to my podcast, Trace the Meek. Yes, ma'am. I love that. <clears throat> and especially the part when you were talking about not caring what people think. It does take you going through a journey to get to the point where you no longer care. Yeah. You know, it, it takes you're a not, while yeah, to we get hit it. You're not made it still. It's going to hurt. Right. But does a yeah. hurt got to take over you? Does a hurt got to ruin right. your day? Does a hurt got to make right. you depressed? Like, what? Are, now it's up to you to take the power and move right. forward. Like, you don't have to just be walking around sad and depressed. They not. <laughs> they need to think right. about you. Right. And then social, and then when you was talking about touching on um, understanding jealousy, I think people have a hard time accepting and rec- first you recognize the jealousy, but then you get angry. It's like sometimes you got to accept yeah. it. Like what you were saying, it's going to happen because I think like I was a therapist I was talking to one time and she was saying anger like turns into jealousy. It starts out with anger first, you know, or I think it starts out with jealousy first, then it turns and manifests in the anger. It's kind of like one in the same. So it's like, it's a part of business, part of life to accept this. So I'm glad you said that. That is so true. Like success isn't so pretty guys. Right, right. (laughs) Definitely getting there. Y'all think y'all floating on clouds and sunshine? Yeah, because that's how the media presents it. So yeah, I, I believe that's what people think. Mm. I think I thought it coming out, you know, when I was, um, I started out um, young, like 20, you know, 20, 18, 19, 20, being a hairdresser. And I really was thinking everybody's going to be happy for you. It's going to be roses and sunshine. And people do not understand. Most people are not happy for you. Most people are going to say no first, you know, so I think that um, I'm glad you want something from you. Most people are are selfish. Yeah, absolutely. You have to really identify that because that can really, that can break you and that can disrupt your journey. So sometimes things aren't just happening. Let's also put that out there. Sometimes things aren't just happening. Sometimes you messing up. Sometimes you're not making the right decision. Sometimes you won't walk away from this relationship or walk away from this friendship or walk away from this situation you know that's not feeding good into your life. Sometimes it's right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) This girl, you you have to point fingers. They did this and they did that. Well, what's your right? Exactly. Because you are a denominator in this story. You are every single story. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and it took my husband saying that to me because I was uh, always getting bullied, even going into my adult years. And he was like, if the same thing keep happening everywhere you go, did you ever think it might be you? It might be you. And, and I, I had to really to look at myself. It. There's way, like, people, it's, it's, and that's a good example that you use because people can see things within you. Yes. So if you are consistently being bullied, no matter where circumstances you're in, or you're constantly finding the same type of people that treat you wrong, use you, whatever, yes. it's something to you. 
Yes, it is. I was giving off the wrong first impression. I, it took me years to understand it. So now yep. I understand introverts, because my husband's an introvert, where they give a straight face and they're reading you for a long time before they allow you to understand. You know what I'm saying? Where they Before you even get a smile out of them, they just is reading you. My youngest son is like that. He's naturally like that. And I'm not. I'm just so happy and, hey, how are you? And, uh, and so, I'm so open. Hey, guys, come on. You're that happy, me too. Like, I feel good and making people feel happy and and that's just the type of person I am but you, when as you get older you gotta be wise that yeah. people they, they like those type of people they feel like they can yeah. leech on them use them yes. um, <laughs> all they wanna do is take 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 yeah. take take and then to the one they taking your energy no I'm good that is so true. Oh my goodness, you have just blessed my soul today. <laughs> I love it. You have, I mean, really, I'm just like, man, you need to be a life coach and all that because oh I'm gosh. listening to your podcast. I'm telling you, I'm, look. <laughs> <laughs> Better listen to my podcast. And also, like, season two is a, is a video cast. So you can actually watch season two on my YouTube channel. Um, yes. And I wanted, to, I wanted to be a little more impactful. So I bring people to my home and I have these conversations and it gets really, really heavy, y'all. Like I'm revealing some ugly stuff. But these things need to be talked about and discussed because so, so many of us really suffer in silence. So many yeah. of us think that our pain is just so unique. Yep. It's a lot of people going through it. So I'm a, um. We're going to end on this. I want you to tell me everywhere anybody can locate you. We're already going to put it in the um, <laughs> link underneath for this when I do air it. But I want you to just say it so everybody can hear, you know, whatever you want us to know. Your podcast, your recent book, whatever. Tell us where we can find you on, you know, your social media, whatever oh, you want Well, I definitely would love for you guys. First of all, Don, thank you so much for having this conversation with me. Um, for anyone listening, you can find me online, on social media, anywhere. Everything is my name, Tamika, that's T-A-M-I-K-A, and my last name is Newhouse, like I bought a new house. So that's Tamika Newhouse on Twitter, Instagram, my website is Tamika Newhouse. Um, YouTube and my podcast is Traces of Mika. Kind of like going back to Escape's classic album, Traces of My Lipstick, Traces of Mika, M-I-K-A. And I have two seasons up of my podcast. I would suggest you guys start with season one. It plays out like an audio album. You hear like a young version of me. Like I'm about 10 years old. And I'm I'm talking and singing throughout the, the conversations. There's original melodies. I also have a skit where I'm smoking with my homies. I'm having a relationship chat. It's, it's funny. You're going to cry. It's a little vulgar. But it's raw. Um, and it's the very first of its kind. It's a memoir podcast. It's something no one has ever done before. I'm the very first one. Um, and yeah, so go and check that out. And everything that you want to find on Trace Amika, just search Traces Amika even on social media. And then my latest romance book, Sugar Hill, is out on Kindle as well as on paperback. Uh, you can go to Barnes Nobles and Amazon and go purchase that. Um, and yeah, if all the spells go to our website, Tamika Newhouse. I also produce a, fem- uh, a festival that happens every summer in Atlanta. It's called Black Writers Weekend. And you can go to blackwritersweekend.com. This year we will have virtual as well as in-person events. And it's usually fun, guys. Parties, socials, panels. We eat, we drink, we just have fun. And we bring out all these big time writers and emerging writers. Um, and past years we've 
even honored literary legends so you never know what we're going to be bringing to the table this year so go to blackwritersweekend.com and yeah that's all check me out guys wow i'm i'm impressed i'm telling you my mouth is just open i i love entrepreneurs like you because you just like dabbling everything i love it I, I'm so inspired. You have inspired me today, for real. I love this. So well, thank you, Don. I appreciate that. <laughs> thank you so much, Tamika. I really appreciate you coming and sharing your time with me today. No problem. Thank you so much, Don. Take care. All right. You have a wonderful day. You too. Okay. If you would like to be a guest on our podcast, please head over to didItMakeYouSmile.com. That's did it make you smile.com and fill out the online questionnaire and we will get back with you thank you